0: Flyers Daily with Jason Martides. All right, here we go. Day after Christmas edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martides. Hope everybody had a good holiday. It's weird to even just not do the podcast for one day. We didn't do it, obviously, for Christmas Day. With a brief, we hope brief, pause in the schedule, Flyers will be back coming up on Wednesday in Seattle to take on the Kraken, presumably. And just not doing it one day in season feels weird, but good to be back doing it today and glad you're here with me as well. And as we count down to the Flyers getting back in action coming up Wednesday in Seattle, it'll be a four-game road trip, Seattle on Wednesday, San Jose on Thursday, then the Flyers will take on the Los Angeles Kings at Staples on January 1st, and Anaheim on January 4th. That'll wrap up the four-game road trip, and they'll return to Wells Fargo Center coming up January 6th against the Pittsburgh Penguins. But in this episode, you know, with this pause in the schedule, I thought it was a good opportunity to look at the team, some areas of surprise, some areas of disappointment, and kind of equate it to the NHL awards. And we know the Awards in the NHL. The Hart Trophy is for the most valuable player in the NHL. The, the Selkie is the top defensive and offensive forward. The Norris is the top defenseman. But so we're going to kind of go through these and tailor made them to the Flyers, some slight alterations. And we're also going to get to some Christmas gifts, hockey Christmas gifts that people tweeted in. But so let's start with the Hart Trophy, which is the league MVP, the Flyers MVP so far this season. I got to look at Carter Hart because the way, not just because he's rebounded from where he did, from where he was last year. It's not about last year. It's about this year. And despite the fact that he's got a sub 500 record in 19 games, a record of seven, eight, and four. But he's got a 2.74 goals against average and a 9.18 save percentage. Now, those aren't eye popping numbers, but when you consider all the elements of what this team has been so far this season, they're pretty darn good. And he also passes the eye test in a big, big way. Flyers give up a lot of shots. It's not about quantity, they've given up a lot of quality. And he hasn't had a perfect season, he's had some rough spots as well got pulled from a game against Tampa at 7-1 loss after giving up five goals with 11 minutes to go in the second period. But that's a team in front of him that he has bailed out on several occasions and given given them a chance to win a lot of games that had he not played as well as he did, they don't win or they don't have a chance to win. So to me, when I look at the most valuable player of this Flyers team so far this season, and look, we're there's a lot of season left. 29 games in for the Flyers. They have a record of Hockey 500, 12-12-5, and five, 29 points. They're tied for the sixth spot in the Metropolitan Division. They have a 10-game winless skid, but they do have wins over teams like Edmonton. They do have wins over Carolina, Washington, Boston. So they've beaten some quality opponents. And a lot of that is on the back of the goaltending, and that's been rock solid. Martin Jones has been good as well, but Carter Hart, so far for me, wins the heart for the Flyers. Uh, when we're looking at a Selkie, a top forward, I'm going to take the defensive element out of it. Just who's been the top forward for the Flyers so far this season? It's This one's pretty easy. There's been some inconsistency with some guys that maybe we were expecting more from, but when I look at the, the most consistent player, he's also the player that leads the team in points. It's Claude Giroux. He's played all 29 games, 11 goals, 14 assists, 25 points, Over 18 minutes and 7 seconds of ice time per game. His shooting percentage is 14.1%. He's in the top 5 on the team in shots on goal. He's been more aggressive. He's been more assertive uh, offensively in that willingness to shoot. And so far, to me, he's easily been their top forward. He doesn't have the most goals on the team. He's got the second most. Cam Atkinson has 12. Giroux has 11. Uh, But when you look at his game, game in, game out, he's he's not been an issue with this team at all even in the 10 game winless skid he's brought it every night and to me it's pretty simple that he's the top forward so far this season through 29 games for the Philadelphia Flyers when we look at the Norris, and that's you know the top defenseman on the team this one's really difficult i, I don't know that I, I don't know who it could be i know it travis sandheim's been a lot better of late and that pairing with rasmus ristolainen has really hit a nice stride And Rasmus Vrsalainen has been very good in improving. He's been everything that they hoped he would be, and probably a little bit more. Uh, Then I look at uh, Ivan Provorov. He's had a very erratic year, so he's out of that equation. You can look at Justin Braun, who stepped up in the absence of Ryan Ellis and performed admirably on that top pair for a pretty good extended period of time. But that's, you know, he had to go back down to the third pair. So I I don't know who I would make the Nars at this point. I just know that it's not Ivan Provorov, and that's a problem. And part of the equation is obviously no Ryan Ellis. A couple of other categories that I just kind of made up. Uh, The most improved player on the team, probably Carter Hart, because of last year. For all the reasons I said that he's the Hart Trophy winner for this team this year, well, he's the most improved because of what he went through last year and what he's brought this year. The difference in his game, his confidence, his execution, the play in front of him has been better. But he is the most improved player for the Flyers. If Travis Sanheim had played all season like he's played the last five weeks, he may be right there, but he's a notch below Carter Hart right now as the most improved player year to year. The most disappointing player so far this year, this is, I guess, kind of easy. It's Ryan Ellis because he's only played four games, and we were expecting a lot out of Ryan Ellis. Now, it's injury. It's not his fault. It's not performance-based. I mean, Ryan Ellis was a guy that we all wanted to see. We got to see in the very beginning of the year, and we saw what he brought in a very small sample size, but we just haven't seen him enough. Only four games so far on the season. like to see a lot more Ryan Ellis. I guess if you're looking at players that have played quite a bit for disappointing, probably Ivan Provorov would be on that list. He's uh, looked a little partner-dependent with Matt Niskanen a couple of years ago, and then Ryan Ellis this year, and then we know what last year was. Uh, but Provorov has been, and maybe to some extent Sean Couturier. He's played nine, uh, 29 games. He's played in all of them. He got off to a great start to the season, but right now he's got 6 goals and 11 assists for 17 points in 29 games. It looks very likely that he was dealing with some sort of injury based on the start that he got off to on the season, and then all of a sudden his play seemed to drop off, probably dealing with something. Uh, But when you look at the numbers, 17 points in 29 games for Sean Couturier, that's disappointing. Hopefully he can get back healthy and contributing at a high, high level. Uh, The biggest asset for the team has been goaltending. It's not the D play. It's not the forwards. It's not the team D. It's not the four check. It's been goaltending. It's the combination of Hart and Martin Jones. They have both have been very good. There was a lot of trepidation and a lot of nervous people when they signed Martin Jones this offseason. But he's come in. And he's been in 11 games of the 29. He's got a record of 5-4-1, a three, three, 3 goals against average, and a 9.07 save percentage. He's been good. The goaltending has been the biggest asset of this team. The biggest liability has been health, and most importantly, Ryan Ellis' health. Kevin Hayes, to some extent, too, back in the lineup now, uh, after having that double core surgery in the offseason and then the second surgery right before training camp. But health has been an issue. Joel Farabee was hurt for a period of time. Derek Broussard, they've lost a lot of guys. But the biggest liability has been the lack of availability for Ryan Ellis. So there's a little run-through. If you agree with uh, what I've said, then shoot me a tweet. If you disagree, shoot me a tweet as well and uh, answer those questions and put your players in those categories as well. And since we're recording this on Christmas night, I did put out a tweet saying, for tomorrow's Flyers Daily, that would be this one, the one you're listening to right now. What are some of the best hockey or Flyers gifts you've gotten in the past or this year? we got some good ones here. Chris Sack tweeted in and said, after Lindros left, uh, Gagne was my favorite. My parents tried to find his jersey in his breakout season, but I opened the box to a recce jersey Christmas morning. Still loved Rex. The following Christmas, I got that Gags jersey when I didn't expect it. I'll always remember that day. Hockey gifts are great. Getting a jersey, it's, you know, you open it, and you unfold it, and you hold it up, and the colors pop, and you're just like, whoa, look at that jersey. And it's an iconic jersey, too, so that's a great one. That's exactly what I'm looking for, Chris. Dr. Alex Arid says, a bubble hockey table from an old pizza place that his mom painted one team as the Flyers and the other as the Blackhawks. You got a bubble hockey in your house? Dude, that's awesome. That's a great gift. Marco Serino said, "My dad got me the white heart jersey last year, which I blame for the regre- the regression that followed last season." But he said, "Hopefully, I can bust it out for a playoff run next spring." Wonderful gift, though. Yeah, I like the white jersey too. Most people seem to go for the orange. That's now the orange home jersey. I like the white one as well. I like them both. Flyers fan thirty nine said uh, that his greatest gift was the a Giroux autograph puck and a Coots autograph jersey plus tickets. All on different occasions. He says, my wife knows me well. Good stuff. Flyers and Hoagies tweeted in. He said, I got a beautiful print of the FARG. With Clark, Perrant, Barber, Howe, Hextall, Lindros, LeClaire, and G across the top. And fans streaming in to watch a game. Beautiful piece of art that will be the focus of my Flyers bar at home. It looks like a combination of Wells Fargo, though, and the Spectrum. Very cool print. He's put a picture of it here. That's awesome. I love that. That will look good in your bar. And there's a bunch of fans. With different flyer jerseys on. I see a number eight, Reckie, a 27 Hextall, a 10 LeClaire, uh, a number 16 Bob Clark, 88 Lindros, 31 Pelly Lindbergh, a number one Bernie Prime, how about a number 20 Davey Pullin, 22 Rick Tocket. Great stuff. This is a cool print. Uh, I appreciate you sharing it as well. And I hope everybody had a great Christmas. We'll get back to Flyers on Ice coming up on Wednesday when they take on the Seattle Kraken. But in the meantime, everybody, enjoy your day after Christmas. We'll be back tomorrow, a Monday edition of Flyers Daily, right here, coming up tomorrow. So don't miss it. Hold